0: Get even micronutrient distribution across your field with Even Coat Technology from Wolftrax. Even Coat Technology is designed to uniformly coat each dry fertilizer granule, so micronutrients are evenly distributed throughout the blend and across the field. The result is closer proximity to growing roots to prevent soil or weather-induced deficiencies and increase potential for nutrient uptake. Take the Crop Nutrition Challenge to test your knowledge and win at wolftraxmicros.com.
1: And welcome to The Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of The Scoop, Margie Eckelcamp joined today by Ethan Knoll. He is the digital ag team lead at Ag Partners Co-op. Ethan, how are you today? How are things in eastern Kansas? Good,
2: Margie. Uh, thanks for having me here. Uh, things are going really well in eastern Kansas. It's been uh, actually a pretty dry winter, and, and but it's on a hand to us getting a lot of application done. So we've gotten a lot of fertilizer down and a lot of stuff done.
1: That's excellent. So as the digital ag team lead, tell us just a little bit about your role at the co-op.
2: Sure. Uh, So the digital ag team lead, just that title, it really consists of two things. One, digital ag. And so I essentially use technology to solve customers' problems, make them more efficient in the field and more productive, uh, all by using technology. And then there's the team lead part. And what that really is, is uh, helping to combine the knowledge and skills that each of our team members have um, and bringing that together so that the product is greater than the sum of its parts. And so it's really just bringing that team together, using their skills and, and just making it all run smooth. And we really have talented individuals uh, that bring a lot to our company. And I'm fortunate to get to help lead them in that digital ag realm.
1: Now, Ethan, you have a background as a soil scientist and a background in agronomy. How does that inform your role in digital agriculture?
2: Sure. Soil is really the basis of everything in agronomy, Um, whether that's nutrients, soil texture, soil structure, water availability or restrictive layers they are all the foundation of, of everything we do. Um, And an understanding of that really lays the groundwork for everything in agronomy. Um, But the other thing is spatial analysis. And what I learned as a soil scientist out in Northwest Wyoming um, really dictates what we do here. And that's, you know, where does water flow? How does the slope and its shape affect how sunlight hits it? How water moves, the depth of the topsoil? Uh, What does this landform and its parent material tell me about the texture and the nutrients available? And so all this affects yield, and, and we can use this knowledge to change things like plant population, amount of nutrients applied, which nutrients are applied and where, which hybrids to use, where weeds are going to be, which insecticides are they using where. Because certain weeds grow in wetter areas, certain weeds grow in uh, different areas, certain insects are in different areas. And, and so if we understand all that, uh, we can be very site-specific with our, with our applications. And so uh, soil is really dynamic and and just understanding how everything affects everything within a soil is similar to what's happening above ground, too. Um, There's just a lot of cause and effect in agronomy and understanding those causes and effects uh, lends a hand to all that site-specific agriculture that we work on.
1: So, you're really charged with providing like the so what to farmers, right? So, like, what, you know, beyond the shiny objects of what technology and what kind of tools we can put in our toolbox. I know before you're a two-time podcast guest now because before we were talking about our, uh, your work there with our friends at Rantizo. So are you mm-hmm. still working with Rantizo? What other kind of remote sensing and aerial technologies are you guys finding value in today?
2: So, uh, we're, we're using Taranis for our scouting, uh, and, and Taranis is very, It's it's really the basis of of what we're able to do with Rantizo. So, uh, Taranis is taking a picture every acre on the field. It gives a zoomed out and zoomed in photo. And so, we can really identify pressures by the foot, nutrient deficiencies, insect pressure, where they are within a field. And if we know where they are within a field, we can be site-specific with our applications with Rantizo. And so... Uh, If we know there's weeds in an area, we'll just spray Roundup in that area rather than over the whole field. And Roundup is really expensive right now because of supply shortages. And so that's a big deal. Um, We're also using, uh, looking at a company called Sentinel Vertigation Technologies. And they're using uh, imagery through drones and satellite imagery to identify where nitrogen deficiencies are within a field as uh, under Pivot uh, or any kind of irrigation. And so by being able to identify where the nutrient deficiencies are and by how much, their algorithms tell us how much fertilizer to apply when we go to fertigate that crop. And they found customers are saving about average of $29 an acre. And, and in many cases, you're going to find it a lot greater if the customer is really over applying and trying to push that crop. We found that the nitrogen use efficiency has increased significantly, uh, almost in every case, and this is done by Jackson Stansel. He doing, did research at UNL uh, several years to to kind of prove this, and so I'm really excited to to work with him and um, with with our growers that have fertigation.
1: I mean, you talk about those pretty. Substantial savings using yeah. that one technology, for example. But how do you approach the technology conversation with a farmer who might be more skeptical about how something fits into their operation?
2: Well, technology isn't for everyone. Um, in, in the last 30 years, we've seen a, a, a focus on scaling up, bigger equipment, uh, centralization of facilities. And, and that's made customers a lot more efficient. And, and really what we're doing is scaling down, farming by the foot. And so if, if customers are really focused in on maximizing their efficiency, my goal is to uh, really scale them down to that foot rather than just the whole field or the whole farm because the savings are significant, whether it's variable rate fertilizer, variable rate planting, And then maximizing those yields, maximizing the return on investment. And if I really focus on return on investment, that really um, opens the customer's eyes to what we're doing, because everything we really do is about return on investment and and money talks. And that's really how I get to, to those farmers who are skeptical of what we're doing.
1: We are talking with Ethan Knoll. He is the digital ag team lead at Ag Partners Co-op out of Seneca, Kansas. We're going to take a quick commercial break and be right back to the podcast. Today, we are joined by Edwin Suarez. He is the senior agronomist with Koch Agronomic Services. Welcome, Edwin.
3: Thank you so much, Margie, for the invitation and happy to be here.
1: To get maximum yield, you really have to have the right product in the right place. How can growers ensure they are evenly distributing key micronutrients in their fields?
3: That is a great question, Margie. Now, with Wolfstruck's DDP technology from Coke Agronomic Services, growers can treat their dry fertilizer applications, whether they are nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, or plants, and promote a uniform blanket approach distribution of micronutrients in the field. What this means is that after treating with Wolftrex DDP, every granule of that dry fertilizer blend will become a source for micronutrient nutrition. When we apply that product in the field, we will get more granules per square foot, which means we're placing those micronutrients closer to growing roots to promote root interception, nutrient uptake, and better nutrient use efficiency.
1: Edwin, this really sounds like another tool in the toolbox when it comes to 4R nutrient stewardship, correct?
3: You're exactly right. This aligns perfectly with the four R's. We're placing the right rate that the crop needs to prevent deficiencies at the right time. We want to attack those deficiencies before it occurs. The right sources, we're saying Wolf fits logistics to promote that blanket approach and the right placement. We're putting it closer to those growing roots to promote that root interception and nutrient uptake.
1: So, Edwin, where should folks go to learn more about Wolf Tracks and Coke Agronomic Services?
3: To learn more about this tool and others that we have, they can visit us at cokeagronomicservices.com, where they can learn more about Wolfstrax DDP and the science behind it.
1: That's K O C H AgronomicServices.com. Thank you, Edwin. That is Edwin Suarez, Senior Agronomist with Coke Agronomic Services. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm editor Margie Echolkamp, joined today by Ethan Knoll. He's the digital ag team lead at Ag Partners Co-op. Ethan, I want to talk a little bit about the future, okay? So what do you think the future of digital agriculture looks like? What does it include? Or I mean, maybe more importantly, what does it not include? Well, uh, well,
2: I talked about um, scaling down and I think that's going to be the, the future. and And I think we're going to do that with sensors and and autonomy. Um, Sensors are going to allow us to to know what's going on within our field at any given time. And sensors on our pivots, sensors on our planters, sensors on our combines. I I think we're going to see more of that. And then just uh, sensors for scouting uh, purposes. Um, That's going to allow us to farm by the foot. And then uh, autonomy is going to allow us to get the nutrients and products where we need them. Uh, whether that's through a drone, like what we're doing with Rantizo, or whether that's through uh, some kind of autonomous machine that uh, implement dealers uh, creating. And, and if you look around the, the industry, you, you see a lot of universities putting focus on that. You see a lot of implement dealers putting focus on that. I know ADCO is, I know John Deere is, I know Raven is. Uh, now that there was CNH, so CNH is. Um, and, and if you look at universities, they're really trying to do the same thing and, and they're putting investments, putting money into that. And so I think that's where that's gonna go. Um, and so you can't do one without the other. Uh, you, you have to have the scouting to have a site-specific application. Um, and if you don't have site-specific application, then what's the point of having really uh, focused scouting? That's by the foot, there's just really no purpose. Um, And then there's one other thing that I think is the future of digital ag, and and it's really what you do, Margie, and that's using technology to tell our story, and and we have to engage the consumer, and we have to engage our youth to keep agriculture healthy and thriving. And so without that engagement, there's just a lack of accountability on our part, and there's a lack of understanding uh, by the youth and, and, and their consumers. And so we, we really need the youth to keep our strong our workforce strong and interested. Um, and, and we need to really keep that consumer, uh, be transparent with our consumer. And, and that doesn't happen without a focus uh, using this technology. And so I've actually got uh, a guy that uses drone videos and we will publish those drone videos of just stuff that we do within our uh, company and helping just to keep our youth interested and consumer engaged
1: yeah you know ethan a conclusion that i've come to also has been that to advance digital agriculture it really requires not only data and good data but being able to share and collaborate Mm -hmm. around data just from your experience how open are your farmer customers to sharing that data? How much do they trust how their data could be used by any consultant or advisor that they work with?
2: Uh, Yeah, privacy is a big deal with data. Um, The way we approach it is that data is their data, but I always ask for approval before I share anything. And we we have a, a, a meeting every year where we, we do trials, we take the results of those trials, or just the certain things that we find as, as trending uh, throughout the season. And we share that with all of our growers. Um, I'll usually keep the customer private, I'll hide any roads or anything that's gonna help identify that field. But we still share that data with the rest of the customers. And it really is, is what the co-op is about is bringing all this together for the greater good. It's, it's really about, you know, the, the product is greater than the sum of its parts. And so bringing it all together to to help all the farmers within the industry. Um, and so if we do that, the customer's usually uh, pretty okay with us sharing data to, to help the other farmers in our area.
1: So we're having this conversation at the beginning of March, and this is such a pivotal time in the growing season. From where you sit, what do you think are the greatest opportunities? What are the greatest challenges facing your growers for the year ahead?
2: Well, right now, the greatest challenges are high input prices, low supplies, and we're just having a droughty winter. And this is really where technology shines because it's all about being specific and putting product where it needs to go, and so if if that's the case of having low supplies and high input prices, then you know let's let's just put roundup where it needs to be, let's just put nutrients where they need to go instead of going over the whole field. Now that'll, that'll make us more efficient, sustainable in the future. Uh, and so as far as opportunities, you know, you have that site being site specific, but also in corn, you have V eight to, to tassel. That's where most nutrients are being taken up by the plant and, and where a lot of growth happens within the, the crop. But farmers don't like running over their crop at that time either. And so having a technology like a drone to go over that crop uh, is really good uh, and, and really allows us in the field at times when we haven't been able to go over it. We can use stuff like foliar nutrients and stress mitigators. And then in soybeans, it's R1 to R3. That's really when uh, a lot of yield is determined. And so, but once again, farmers don't want to go over that field more than once when they're maybe applying their fungicide. And so if we can really go over it at different times of the year that they're not normally going over it, uh, it's an opportunity for the retailer and it's an opportunity for the customer to really uh, do things to improve the yield.
1: So, Ethan, the catalyst for our conversation today was that you were awarded one of our 40 under 40. So congratulations. And as part of that, you know, we're looking to acknowledge those, you know, up and coming leaders in ag retail. What would you share with somebody who might be on the front end of their career as becoming a trusted advisor to farmers?
2: Uh, what I would share to them is the Kansas State motto, Ad Astra, Praspera, you know, to the stars through difficulties. And you can't be a pioneer and not expect to uh, come across obstacles. And when you're in technology, you're going to have glitches. You're going to have uh, stuff that doesn't go right. Stuff is going to break down. And you just got to remain patient and steadfast and, and stick with it because it will pay off in the end. And, um, you'll ultimately be that pioneer to help lead agriculture into the future.
1: Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. Okay. So I'm going to ask you three questions that I ask every podcast guest. Okay. These can be kind of shorter answers. They're a little bit more philosophical. Okay. So what do you wish you knew six months ago?
2: Uh, well, if I knew what the markets were going to do, I think, uh, I think I might have changed some uh, input selling and put buying on my own part because I I farm too uh, and also what the grain prices were gonna do if I knew that I think that would have made some some difference I would have you know held on to some grain a little longer I guess um, but also you know just just having having inputs where they need to be and you um, where they're going to go I suppose yeah Uh, that's probably the main thing no
1: absolutely so Ethan what keeps you up at night
2: Uh, what keeps me up at night is is how do I how do I keep my team engaged and moving forward with the technologies that we have and how do we get these technologies to the producers and, and share it with them in a way that they they have the understanding that we do um and, and that they don't just think we're selling them something; that we're really trying to uh, get them to utilize these technologies for their own benefit. Um, because I know it's there; I see it. It's it's just can we share it in a way that they understand it? And, and that's really the biggest key. And, and so that's really, I guess, what keeps me up at night is thinking about those things and uh, making sure that we're we're doing it all in an ethical manner too. So.
1: Yeah. All right, Ethan. I want one prediction for the year ahead.
2: I uh, I think one prediction is, I think, I think the cooperative system is probably going to really shine with uh, our key partners, um, retailers that that are have been tied really closely with uh, the agrochemical companies uh, are going to shine because they're going to have products when they need it, where they need it. And then technology is also going to shine because we're going to be able to help put that product where it needs to be to the benefit of the, the producers return on investments. And so I think that's my prediction for the coming years is, is those two things combined are going to help certain companies thrive and and other companies are going to suffer a little bit. I think just by struggling to get product and and get it where it needs to be.
1: No, that's wonderful. Ethan, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. That is Ethan Knoll. He is the digital ag team lead at ag partners co-op for now. I'm editor of the scoop, Margie Camp. Thanks for tuning in. Please connect with us on Twitter at farmers advisor. And until the next episode, I hope everyone says has a safe, and productive spring season.
0: Get even micronutrient distribution across your field with Even Coat Technology from Wolf Tracks. Even Coat Technology is designed to uniformly coat each dry fertilizer granule, so micronutrients are evenly distributed throughout the blend and across the field. The result is closer proximity to growing roots to prevent soil or weather-induced deficiencies and increase potential for nutrient uptake. Take the Crop Nutrition Challenge to test your knowledge and win at WolftracksMicros.com.